You are now jumping into the trenches with the Toulons, Thule and Ralph, where we pull back the curtain on what marriage and relationships are really about. So let's start the show. Hey everybody, it's Ralph. And this is Thule. And we're back. Hello. Hello, how was your week? It was fun. Kind of. Why was it kind of? Because I still had to go to work. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have to work because how are we going to eat? Yes, that is correct. Yeah. So you will always I want to win the lottery so I don't have to work anymore. No, you'll still work. You're probably right. <laughs> I'll make you go to work because that's an extra check. Also true. And then we won't have to pay insurance out of pocket. Yeah, that'd be the only reason. But I'd go work at Walmart for that. Yeah, somewhat. Half is trash. Who got the best uh, benefits? From like a private that plantation. No, I mean like a like a department store or something like that. None that I know of. You think Walmart got some? You don't think Walmart got some good benefits? Walmart is the first plantation. No, that's fine. Okay, well, we have to see then when you want. When you Discount want on these groceries. <laughs> <laughs> well, mine was fine. Nothing special. Day to day, same thing. Business as usual. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my niece is here. Yes, and your niece is like five seven, <laughs> but she's only ten guys. Welcome to our family, right? <laughs> I tell you, you get to your height fast, and then that's Shit it. Is ridiculous. Is she gonna grow another eight? Yeah, that's ridiculous. But this is all before we get to high school. <laughs> she gonna be six seven at <laughs> at twelve years old. You're not gonna be that tall. She probably has three, four more inches to grow, and then that's it. Yeah. So that she'll maybe. be maybe she'll be done at twelve. Maybe. <laughs> She might be taller. I think she's going to be taller. I think like 5'11", five 5'10". Five Either way, she's almost taller than her daddy. 6'2". So. No, because Tiffany ain't that tall. But she's their child. She's probably going to be taller. Yeah. yeah, you're usually one inch or two taller than your parents. 6'2". I ain't going to give that baby that. <laughs> she don't even play nobody basketball or nothing. So. I know. She better walk down a runway or something. She's a dancer. Exactly. Walk your ass on a runway. Dancers don't walk down runways. Anywho, so trench topic. You haven't seen, and I don't know how you haven't seen on the news or social media, of the um, father in New York who left his one-year-old twins in the car when he went to work and didn't realize that he came back to the car after working eight hours and realized that he killed his twins and was hysterical. So we're talking about Basically, how maybe we would feel about something like that. How would your spouse feel after you? How we would feel about that. How we would feel about Mm -hmm. Um, Because one of the things that kind of did touch me was how the wife was uh, saying that she didn't want him to go to jail. And a lot of people on social media, I don't know if somebody's saying that he shouldn't, maybe just the sentence shouldn't be as harsh and some are saying maybe he shouldn't go to jail um mostly the ones who have kids and um she was saying that she needed him with her to go through this process and of course i haven't lost a child um but just to imagine losing a child at any age just them going out before you that's already like devastating absolutely um i think in any manner however they die oh yeah um so just imagine if the person that you love 
and it's all why world kills the other two people that you love in the whole I mean, world. we know people that have had stillborn children and they have yeah. lost their shit briefly. Yeah. So imagine a child you've been taking care of mm-hmm. for a certain period of time or children mm-hmm. and you come back from work mm-hmm. and they're dead in the backseat yeah. of your car. Because it's not like I can't remember where it was. I don't know if it was here or for some reason in North Carolina. I know it was oh, close. The one with the hair getting the hair done? No, no, no. I was talking about the, I think the first, well, the first one to my knowledge that was like real, real big was the white guy who left the, um, I think the baby in the van, he went to work, but it come to find out that he was cheating on his wife. And it was like this big old thing. And cause he was acting like, Oh my God, I forgot. I forgot. But it was kind of like he intentionally did that because he was trying to leave like the family. So let me kill my kids because it's easier for me to depart. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? What's wrong with people? That's just sick. Yeah. But that's just like how people say, I'm going to kill my wife so I can go with, you know, my side chick. Yeah, I guess we can go on a cruise and you can mysteriously fall <laughs> off the ship right. and I'm good. And then all of a sudden, next month, he got remarried. Right. <laughs> you know, she was just there for me through the process, sure. through these 31 days yeah. of <laughs> grieving. Of grief. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but um, I think that this is like a double whammy. Yeah, this is. Because I don't think I've ever heard about. I mean, I'm sure there have been people that have left children in the car just out of pure. No, I'm talking about being married. Because, like, the one, how you oh, were going to no, say me. the girl, she left her child in the car to go get her hair done. Yeah. But yeah, the, know, to, to hear the other side of the of the parent and then to know that these people are still together, not, like, separated or, you know, uh, never were together, but to live in the same household, have other young kids still in the household. So now I'm going to go do some research and then I'm going to post this over the week. Oh, okay. The course, many, just to see how, how many, many married married couples or married individuals have okay. done the same thing. Yeah. You know? But I'll go first. Okay. At first, I will probably want to kill your ass. Yeah. Because to me, that would be pure negligence. I would be like, how the fuck do you go to work? There's no way that you know there's children. It's going to make a sound somehow. Something in the backseat. You're going to lock the door. You're going to see that, oh, shit, my child's in the car. Or you're going to turn the radio down. You're going to hear your child doing something when you get out the car. I'm going to just devast all of that right there. I mean, I'm sure you are, and that's yeah. fine. Because um, you know. I mean, it's a lot of things that could be going on. But I just don't. To me, it doesn't register. I mean, I always got a lot of shit going on, but. There's just no way that I would be like, oh, look, my kid's in the back. I forgot. Let me take you to school. Now, I've done it. I've definitely driven like I was going to work. <laughs> and it was like, oh, shit, Kendall, I got to take you to school and turn around. Mm-hmm. That's absolutely happened. But I remember because I look in my rear view and I see my child. Mm-hmm. So you have to. It, I just don't understand it. To me, that just there's no way. No one. He um, I think he said that. He um, dropped that four-year-old off first but that's another thing too like for me even if i'm in the car by myself or sometimes if, even if it's just me and you if i'm throwing off my routine that's a way for me to like forget so and that could have been we don't know what his routine was the mom might have been the one that usually takes the kids to school and but then you should really know like okay i got this this and this right because that's not my normal schedule so you would automatically know that you got to take the kids because you might have to leave the house earlier or you might have to take right, a but different I mean, I'm not making excuses, but I'm saying factors play into for his situation is to I can see why he forgot, because 
like I said, it has happened to me because I'm the primary one who takes Matisse to school. And like I said, for me, Matisse school was an exit away from the exit that I go to work. And I've gone like, if we're running late, rushing, or again, I was going to say, you know, people saying the baby making noise. Babies don't always make noise in the car because, again, we're in the car and where do babies fall asleep mostly all the time? In the car. Sleeping baby don't make no noise. <laughs> so for some people, I don't do this, but for some people, when they're rushing, they jump out that car and they don't look back. I, because of my paranoia, like while I was pregnant and hearing about people who have left their child in the car, I always made it happen because I'm like, I... I don't understand how this is happening, but again, I didn't have children at the time. So I don't know what this world is like. You know, you thinking about 5,000 different things. And for some reason, this is a thing of leaving a child in the car. So I made it a habit to always look in my backseat. And even when I get out the car, if I don't look in the backseat, I look in the backseat, like outside of the car. Right. Because, you know, I just never know. But that's me. I made that habit of myself. Some people... And that's that's mostly everybody. When they get out their car, they just get out and go walking forward. Me, I get out, I look back. You know what I'm saying? that. But that's a habit I made for myself. Most people don't do it. And I, I probably never did it before having Matisse. So if you're rushing, you got a boss who's on your ass, you thinking you've already dropped them twins off, I dropped a four-year-old, boom, get there, throw your car in that parking lot, and you're out of there. And you're not thinking if you've already assumed that you dropped your child off. You know what I'm saying? And so your heels to the door, trying to get in there, deal with some shitty ass boss you have, get these eight hours done with, and you get out here and your whole world just ends. Well, see, here's the thing. For me, I don't just, it just doesn't register for me. It's still. And the oh, reason yeah. is because I live in Atlanta, and if I have to drive to work, I'm going to sit in my car for at least 45 minutes <laughs> to an hour. So there's no way that I'm going to be sitting in this car unless. I got my headphones on. I'm on the phone. There are other distractions. Now. Yeah, absolutely. It's plenty of distractions. But I'm still going to look in my rearview mirror. I always do that. Yeah. So I mean, I, I agree. But again. So there's no way. But if it's a situation of, you know, two, because, you know, with them, I'm going to guess that they still have the carrier. And that's the one for people who don't know is the one where they, it kind of like covers the inside of the car seat. So like the sun and stuff don't be in the baby face. So, you know, when you drop the kids, sometimes you don't leave the car seat because I never used to leave the car seat. And then you have that cover. You just. Um, I see? can't. You see, I'm one. Don't want me on the jury for this one. <laughs> it's a lot of people who, who like to don't put me on the jury. I'm going to be like, yeah, he shouldn't get murder one, but he should get manslaughter. Well, I think they're trying to give him. Well, they're trying to give him a couple of things. <laughs> so well, you're going to get. Uh, what's the one with the. They have him down for manslaughter. They they have him down for. Let me pull it up. What's the child services one or the child neglect? Um, negligence. They want to give him manslaughter, criminal negligent homicide, endangering the welfare of a child. They want to give him all three. And I'm on a jury. And I'm like. <laughs> all three. Guilty times three. <laughs> Because this is no way. I'm sorry. I, uh, it it just for me it wouldn't happen. Like so, I'm way too. I'm checking everything before I even ever get out of my car, because my car's been broken into. Well, I've had cars that have been broken into. Mm -hmm. So I always do my due diligence. I turn around. I make sure the door is locked, or the door that I use locks all of my doors. So when I do that, I'm looking. You know, and my book bag is always in my back seat anyway. So. 
look, I get it. Every everybody's routine will be different. For me, it just doesn't register because there's too many things that I'm gonna do for me to know that my child is still in my car. Until mm-hmm. I mean, but I guess you brought up a good point. You got a shitty boss. I mean, I'm, I'm pointing out the you know boss, at this point, my boss gonna hit my ass if my child's health is, or my my children are always gonna be number or above my job. So yeah, but some people they need that job. So you know, regardless of outside I need of children. My job. No, I mean, they need their job. I do need my Like, job. you could say, fuck you, and then, you know, somebody will pick you up. But I'm saying how, for some people, they just, like, they wouldn't know what to do in a week. Just like how when we went to do that homeless thing, sometimes it just takes a situation just like that to put them on the street. Okay, I'll be quiet. Okay. <laughs> so, so if you, if you, that's just a factor of me. I can sympathize with him. But I'm not saying I understand because I don't understand how he didn't, especially in a small car. You know what I'm saying? I don't understand how he didn't see them. But the question is, how would you feel if Sergeant Dan calls you and you're just like, um, is this Mr. Toulon? And you're like, yeah, what is this about? Um, I wanted to let you know we have your wife down here because uh, she has murdered your two children. But, okay, well, take your gun out, Sergeant Dan. <laughs> You no, you shoot wouldn't. her too. No, you wouldn't. The first thing you would Thank say you. is what? I would be like, okay, who's playing? No. This isn't a joke. That's not what you would say. I would say what? Really? That's not what I would say. <laughs> Don't do that. Are you fucking kidding me? No, nah, that's what I would no, say. No, that's what you would say altogether. <laughs> no, I would be like, are you fucking kidding me? And then it would just go into Sir, can you please rage. We need you to come down to the station. I'm like, well, Sergeant Dan or Lieutenant Dan. Please. Sergeant. It's Lieutenant Dan. No. Shout out to Forrest Gump. <laughs> um, I would, I would be like, please put her behind bars or something where I cannot get to her, because I don't know how I would. You react wouldn't even want to talk to me yet. I wouldn't know what to do. I'm gonna be very honest. I wouldn't even know how to react to that situation. Like, I would be so upset because I feel like I lost my children, but I might have lost my wife as well. And you have to tell Sheila. Oh yeah. Now, that's a whole different conversation. <laughs> you have a child with somebody else, mm-hmm. and then your current wife mm-hmm. leaves your, and go your, to the both store your children or in the car. Yeah, to die. I can't stop that one. I don't know how that would go. <laughs> there would be a lot of people that would hate your ass. Let's call on the phone and see what <laughs> Let's phone a friend. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like this. Well, for me, um, they wouldn't need to probably interrogate you. Because I would be asking you five thousand questions. Yeah, let me let me get your perspective because you are rage. Yeah. So how would you react? What would you assume your reaction would be? Um, I would do the the quiet cry first on the way to the precinct or whatever. Because it just hasn't hit you yet. You no, I'm trying to shocked? figure out. No, my dad. I'm trying to figure it out. I'm trying to figure out what could have happened. Right. What what ha- is what happened? Because you have no idea that you left. I left them in the car. Yeah, I don't know. They're right. just telling me to come down because right. it's been a homicide and they have you there. So I don't know if somebody ran up on you and and you try to protect them, but they got the kids. You know, I don't I don't know what happened. You know what I'm saying? So I'm still sad, but I don't know the pieces. And then when I get the pieces of okay, your husband went to work and somehow forgot the kids was in the car and worked 12 hours. 
Okay, so then the rage is starting to boil. And I'm like, well, can I talk to him? <laughs> and I don't. if they let me, then I would just, you know, ask you, like, how did this happen? What was going through your mind? Would it be Why just, didn't you do this? Would you just be talking or would you be no, swinging talk- and talking? No, I'll be talking to you because I, I want to get all the pieces. Just- Before you kill me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Absolutely. Um, because at this point, there's nothing else to live for. So you can go to hell and I can go to jail. I'm just like, you just lost everything. Literally. Yeah. I lost everything. I lost my husband and my children. I've lost them all. So do you think you could ever forgive your husband or your husband? Do you ever think you will be able to forgive me? (laughs) Your husband. Who's that guy? Who is that? (laughs) Um, I don't know. Well, God said. God said a lot of things. God said, don't have sex before marriage. And then Matisse came here and we was not married. <laughs> yeah, that's a trend for me. I'm <laughs> yeah. trending on Twitter. That's why I told you for us to have this next baby. Let's pretend like we're not married. That's how it seems to be working out. It will know it work out. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't I'm just going to probably say no. I'm going to, we're going to go with no. Um, but I can't really, I don't think forgiveness would be in my thought process. I think I would be trying to get over the anger first. Well, of course. Yeah. <laughs> anger would last probably a lot longer. Yeah, probably good, like 15 years. <laughs> Something like that. 15? Yeah. I don't know if it would last 15. For you? <laughs> yeah, for me, I don't. It wouldn't be 15. It would be a smooth, like a minimum 15 years. For me, I don't know if it would take that long, but. My marriage would be over. Well, I'd be in jail, so it was over anyway. <laughs> it would be over anyway. So. Yeah, I feel like I would choke you out. You'd be dead, and then I would resuscitate you. And be like, okay. <laughs> now we're getting a divorce. No, no, I wouldn't. You wouldn't divorce? I mean, I think would you in jail, I think that's counted as divorce, right? No, you'd still be married. No. Well, it wouldn't matter. I don't think I want to be with nobody else. So you would get a divorce. I wouldn't have to. It wouldn't matter. <laughs> so would... you would no longer ever go into a relationship? Probably not, no. Well, I already, I mean, not to get off topic, but I already said if this doesn't work out, then I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want a boyfriend and I don't want to get married again. I just want you to come to the house, give me some penis and go away. I don't want to be responsible for anybody again. Because this is hard. Okay. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> yeah (laughs) so how do you and now if if i'm him as a spouse like my reaction to my wife is or to you specifically i probably would just cry like there's no other reaction like you know i would probably fall into a really accountability for my actions even if it is a mistake on my part or just i'm just forgot yeah it's still I still like still some people will try to make excuses on why I haven't, but the excuse is I forgot I'm a dumbass. And what I say that you just forgot whatever the situation was is you forgot, but the cross is really on your back. Oh, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? But this is something that you have to say, not we were in a car. Cause a lot of people put things on them that necessarily was not their fault. Like, you know, it was a car accident. Someone hit us, and right now that's just pure, you know, but not still, together. You got to be together to kind of get through that. If no, I'm saying that, but some people still put the, the cause. Yeah, the I sh- I should have seen them coming. I should have, you know. Yeah. But you have no choice but to say it was me. It was me. 
You know what I'm saying? Because people say, no, you you have to get out of this is not your fault because the the car, the, the person was drunk. They hit you. You could not control that. You you could control this. <laughs> That's another level of therapy, too. Like You're going to have to figure out. How they to would have to put him on some kind of body. Some, they would have to put him on some kind of watch, I would think, because. I'm going to be honest. You would have to put me on watch. Yeah. I, I think you would have to put any parent on watch because. I would be considering suicide immediately. Yeah. yeah. Like, like I wouldn't care. I when I tell you, the fucks would be so negative. I would, I would probably go to jail, starting fights, just so somebody could kill me, hurt me, whatever. Because I just wouldn't, I wouldn't care anymore. Yeah, you would. Or I'll just be like totally depressed where I don't eat, uh, I don't do anything, I don't wash. Yeah, I don't. I wouldn't do anything, so it wouldn't matter. They'd be like, okay, time to go outside, and I'd be still in my car, same clothes. You have to put a feeding tube on your ass. Yeah. I probably would just eat because I'm depressed and my life is over. You probably wouldn't. It's prison food. Maybe. You're right. Yeah. You're thinking about outside food. Yes. <laughs> There's a difference. <laughs> there is a difference. Yeah. I just, I, I mean, I commend her and I guess that shows, um, what's the word I want to use? And I guess the strength, like in their relationship, to where she's still like, I need him to go through this because again, she still has to, she still has to be home with kids, and they're questioning like, what did, what happened? What did, what, what, why are they saying that daddy killed my brother and sister? Right, because it's more kids than this. I forgot. Yeah. Woo. Like, why can't daddy come home? Well, you have a four-year-old, so it's yeah. like, why can't daddy come home? Because I think it's like they have five kids all together. Oh Lord Jesus. Hmm. And that's why I was saying he ha- he probably has to go to work. Like, he has no choice. He can't just be like, look, I got to do this today. Just chill. Yeah, no, that's... Yeah. So, so you, yeah, she definitely needs him. I can see why she says that now. Yeah. Like, she, like, she really needs him to go through this process because that's... you. She has to explain this to everyone and oh. then still deal and help them deal with grief because you have to take a four-year-old who definitely plays with the one-year-olds and you have to explain to them that they're no one's coming back home. So they've also lost three people. And one of those three people is a big factor in their life. To, of raising them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would love, to, I would, deep down inside of my heart, I would want to react like her. Like I would want to I probably wouldn't to think to there. act like her. Right. But in my heart, I know that that's probably the reaction that it should be. Or it needs to be because mm-hmm. of the rest of our kids and my marriage and my, my spouse in general or you in general. But I mean, even if there wasn't other kids, I still think just because it's a death of a child, you need that other person who made them. You need them because nobody else knows what it is to raise this child. Just like, I mean, with anybody, when you have a child who loses their parent, if you're an only child... Nobody knows what it was to be in the household or to grow up with with these parents. Like you have cousins that are like your brother and sister, but they still don't know what it is to have your parents as a parent. Right. You know, I mean, I would agree. And I definitely see where she's coming from. And, and I mean, totally understand that. Um, and it doesn't seem like she was even ever angry. Just from, but we, you know, we really don't know. Because it seems like the automatic response was, you know, 
the type of parent that he was, how he was just like really like all for his kids. Um, and how she was just saying like, he's, he's not the type of person that would do something to hurt any of his kids. And, you know, she just really needs him. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure he's devastated because I would be devastated. Yeah. When you're involved, you know, you want to, you're trying to do all the things to help raise your child the right way. Yeah. And support your family. So to forget, and then you have to come back in your car mm-hmm. to see both of your children. I mean, for his his first reaction, initial reaction is probably like, oh, he died already, right? That his heart just burst in his chest. Yeah, I just I get that part of it. I do have sympathy for the, the that piece, but there's just no way that you're gonna from my, from my perspective, you just can't forgive much kids, not in that manner. And, but again, everybody has their own opinion. My opinion is, yeah do better well clearly this is something that you can do um clearly because Because even in that article it says more most children die in a parked car than a moving car and in parking lots so a lot of people are forgetting that's why i'm like do you think people are forgetting or some are just like you'll be okay i'll be back no i think they're forgetting I think I think the majority I would say the majority is forgetting, and then you have those dummies who want to go do something that they can't bring the child in the in the like get the hair done. Yeah, because they did have a a a rule: no children allowed. Then somebody we just gonna wait. Or my right shit ain't gonna get my hair done. Right, I don't care how like it's up to a certain age where you can leave a child in a car. Well, now they have it in some states where you can't leave them in a car at all. Even up to like. Like a specific age, that's what I'm saying. Like when it gets to a certain age, then I'm like, all right. Wait, I mean, yeah, because you can just get out the car, <laughs> right? Because you, you can control the yeah. car, right? Just, you know what it takes to turn the ignition off, get out, lock the door. Okay, I can't sit in here anymore because it's yeah. hot, or you know how to turn the air on <laughs> or yeah. something. But yeah, if you can't do any of that, and you're not of a, a age that I feel like I would feel comfortable leaving you in the car in the first place, yeah, we wouldn't even be. Well, here in Atlanta, I wouldn't feel comfortable at any age. Especially not by herself. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't leave Peyton in the car by herself. Oh yeah, no. Yeah. Even if she, it does look like an adult. Yeah. Do they be snatching people? This is true. Yes. <laughs> and I do not want to call my sister to say, "Hey, ah, uh, yeah." So when you dropped her off, was, was <laughs> she phys- like physically here? Because um, she's not here anymore. Right. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I, I, you know. My heart goes out to them. Um, but emotionally, I would be done. I would be just dead on all accords. Like marriage counseling would be times a thousand. If you, let's say he does. Get off. Get off or he does a short term, like two mm-hmm. years. And he comes out. Mm-hmm. And she still wants to be married. But she does. Do so you, we don't have to say she. How was he feeling? Does he feel like he let her down and he can't recover? He probably needs more of the counseling than she probably right. So from my perspective, I feel like I would have let you down. And I don't know if I would be able to be the husband that you would expect me to be anymore. Probably won't be. And that would require a ton of counseling for me. To he even... probably wouldn't want to be around the kids alone. Right. You would be afraid to do anything. Yeah. He'd be, that was, he'd be all jacked like, I wouldn't want to bathe you. Like I would, I would be so afraid to just touch my children because. I don't want to mess up another one. Right. Like I don't want to kill another one. And who's to say that the other ones won't even, will be comfortable around you. Like, depending on the age yeah, group, right? Yeah, like, yeah. If, say you have a 10-year-old and they know that you let the kids in a the car. They're going to view you very differently. Yeah. 
Like everything you do. Well, kids usually are better. Better. They're not as judgy because they haven't been here that long. So they would just, they probably would not react like that. Um, especially if he's the dad that everyone's saying he is, they just probably, they would probably be sad with him and sad for him. Um, because probably how the mom is, she would probably explain it like how it is. Like somehow dad forgot, um, you know, he was rushing or whatever the case may be. And he forgot that the twins were in the car and they were in there for a long period of time and then they died. And so they're probably more focused on not having the siblings anymore than what dad did. Like they, he understood that he left him in the car, but how kids. The question is, do you think they would resent him when they got older? I doubt it. Just because they've been able to grieve over. Kids mostly take the lead of the parent. Now, if the mama was the very angry, they would be very angry Too with sure. him. Um, okay, I agree with that. Yeah. So that was it. She sounds very, still very uh, compassionate towards him. I would say she has still have a lot of love for him. She just really wants him there to go through this like grieving process with her. And so I, I'm thinking that she's handling handling this very well, especially in front of the other children. Right, because like the whole dynamic of everything in your life has changed. Everything. You're obviously the mentality. Of, you not lost one child, but two children. Mm-hmm. Financially, if you're going that to you jail, just had because right. they're they're one. I mean, right. we, I just had them. <laughs> right. She's probably still breastfeeding at this point. Probably. Um, if you go to jail financially, yes, the support of just taking care of the kids. And this is New York. I hope they have a lot of family or a lot of support in general. Something. I wonder if they have a GoFundMe. Probably not yet, but it, I would think, or maybe it would be coming. I don't know. I would donate. Yeah. It's tough. New York, you had five kids. Now you're back to three. You still got one in daycare. Mm. So that means you had two. Well, you had three in daycare. Mm. Right. And they in New York, they probably live in the shoe. They might not have. I don't know. In New York? Oh, I thought all like houses and stuff was a shoe. Shut up. Okay. <laughs> Shut your mouth. <laughs> Disrespect. Just a little shade. <laughs> That's where that nursery rhyme came from. You're black. The old You're from lady. Charleston. You live in a shack. <laughs> What did that have to do with anything? <laughs> you you, that you was were, all the shade, so I had to figure out how you to were better. Off, you were better off saying <laughs> that are all people from Charleston dark skin or something? No. <laughs> then live in a shack. Uh, that shack would still be bigger than your shoe. Did it do? I'm trying to see if I have seven more to give you. No, that's all my laughs. Okay. Um, but yeah. But yeah, I think um that's all I have. I would just I would be dead. <laughs> Either side. If I did it or you did it, I'd be dead. Yeah, and I guess what I will what I would truly be nervous about, not nervous, but concerned is what are people saying to my to you? Like if 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 this is us in this scenario and I'm the one that forgot the kids and now I'm going to jail or I'm in jail. Like, how are people treating you? Like, I know after a while you get tired of asking all them damn or answering all the damn questions. Like, and 
what if well, you, you are know supportive me, I would of, shut what if it you're down. supportive of me, but everybody else is like, well, fuck him. I don't care. This ain't, hap- this ain't happening to you. Well, I'm just saying that would be. That's a, my response. Wa- this did not happen to you. You don't have to go through this. You still have your children. You still have your, your spouse, whatever. This didn't happen to you. So how you feel in your opinion, guess what? It don't fucking matter. Yeah, I mean, maybe that's, that's an easy. Yeah, that's an easy that's... shutdown. I don't have to listen to nothing you have to say because you're not here with me when I'm crying all day, every day, because I don't have neither one of them. So your opinion of how you would feel and what you would do, it doesn't matter. Now, does it? Because that don't bring neither one of them back. You telling me, well, I would have. No. So when people do that to people who are going through, it doesn't matter to them. Well, I know a few people that would do that. <laughs> but They would get that response. <laughs> so, But my, my problem is, well, not my problem, but I don't, my reaction, I can't react like you. Like, obviously, emotionally, we're very different. No. Emotionally, you're stronger than your everyday self. Emotionally, when you're emotional, you're more confident and to say what you really feel because any other time you try to sugarcoat it. No. When you're upset, you're going to give somebody the hammer. When you're not upset, you're like, how can I give you this little thimble here? Uh, no, I don't give thimbles. I give work. No. Just. You don't give the hammer. The way they don't know us. Yeah. So you're not but giving a hammer. I I'm satisfied. When you're upset and you don't have any fucks to give, you give the hammer. And I'd be like, yes, applause. Applause. Somebody cue the applause. But you just like, when you're not upset, you're just like, okay, let me tell you how this is going to go. And you're just like, just. To mama, why are you sugarcoating this? They did you wrong. Give it to them. I'm not really sugarcoating it. I'm just. And here's the sugarcoat. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> here, here we go. <laughs> Is it powdered sugar? <laughs> I'll give you brown sugar. I'll give you brown okay. Sugar, okay. Light brown. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I'll take that. No, can I get stevia? <laughs> That's what you want. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but I'm saying emotionally, you're more capable of really telling somebody how you feel than when you're not. That might be true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I just think that after a while it would just get to me. People asking me all the questions. Et and then you would respond like me. And then if your spouse, like say you are still in it, these dudes in jail coming for me. I don't think in this situation. You don't think so? No. Because he didn't mean to. Like it wasn't, he didn't go with the intention to kill them so he can go run off into the sunset like that plan was going to work. Or... He wasn't like, look, we got too many doggone kids. This daycare is killing us. Um, I can't even feed all of us. Like, I'm the only one working. Da 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 da. Let's go kill. You know, they ain't been here that long. They don't know what it is to be on the set. Let's kill these. Well, I don't two. know. I'm just saying. And he didn't molest nobody. That's really when they gonna get you. True. That's why R. Kelly is not trying to go to jail. <laughs> R. Kelly's like, I will not be around kids. And he's like, can you put me in solitary confinement, please? R. Kelly was like, please release me. I won't ever go near a minor ever again. <laughs> no, sir. Too late. <laughs> you you know why he won't go by a minor ever again? Because he's already been by all of them. <laughs> well, all the minors that I'm gonna chill. <laughs> he is the Bible Piper in real life, Jesus. Um, but did you have anything else on this topic? No. Okay. I'm going to just pray for them. Yeah. They're going to need it. They're going to need it. Annoyances. What do you have? So are we transitioning into our annoyances and gratitudes? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's why I said annoyances. Okay. Well, you just went to it. It was just like, hey. I, I asked if you had anything else, prayer. and we said no. So like, you ended on, you're just going to no, pray annoyances. for them. No, that's not how that happened. <laughs> how would you like for the same way? The next thing we're going to talk about, no. Annoyances. I didn't, I didn't say all that. 
I thought I'm uh, asking. A little transition would have been nice. <laughs> Annoyances. Too. You're announcing the next segment. <laughs> did you, I asked you. I'm did annoyed you now. Okay, so what did you? What are you annoyed with right now? Your ass. I didn't say who. I said what. You. Again, I said. <laughs> you are wet at this point. And what is that? Jesus Christ. Uh, annoyances for the week. I don't have any. Okay. Well, I do. <laughs> okay. I have a couple of annoyances. Um, I'm annoyed with people who use um, the Lord, God, Holy Ghost, Jehovah Jireh. Mm-hmm. As an excuse? Yeah. That's one. We'll get back to that. <laughs> and I'm annoyed with black people. Mm-mm, that's a lie. I'm going to have to use a word that is associated with ignorance. People. Yeah, it's ignorant people, but they're black. Okay? You hear a lot in rap songs. It starts with an end. So, my first one is I just don't like how people. Um, like use scriptures in the Bible that always annoyed me um, and say that they live this lifestyle and kind of use it to judge other people been in the background and sometimes not even that far back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you, you being sneaky, you lying, you know, but then when somebody pull your card out, then you're like, well, I'm glad that the Lord has saved me because I don't do this and the third, but you're a liar. You're a cheater. You're a scammer. You're shady. <laughs> what did the Lord save you from again? Is that it? You need to save you from yourself. Thank you. So, yeah. Yeah, those, I, I agree. So those, I used to be pissed off about that too. Say again. Yeah, I used to be pissed off. I, I have experienced that in a relationship where they would throw, throw the whole damn Bible scripture at me. <laughs> and then... You don't want to do this. It's just, let's pull this up in the Bible. Right. <laughs> Always was reaching for it, but then wasn't living by it either. Yeah. And, like, and don't judge me because I do some things different than you, but you doing some fucked up shit too. Yeah. Kiss and, my and that's my thing is like, those people never have the mirror turned on them because right. they're so focused on telling people how they're not living the Lord's way that you not even realize that neither are you, honey. So fix you first before you come out your house and trying to dog gonna save the world. Right. With your lies. This, we can read this together <laughs> since you want all the judgment. Yeah. So that's my first one. My second one is um, very, very annoyed with, and I guess it's because I've never really experienced being around people like this. And that's also to your circle. You know what I'm saying? They be, people always say, have people in your circle who do better than you, who motivate you, who help you to strive for greatness, goals, whatever. So having people in my circle who don't do nothing but expect everything. They're, they're referred to as what? Nigers. <laughs> Ninjas. <laughs> so, and if I had like maybe one or two, of course, it was easy for me just to go ahead and cut that cord because I'm like, Mm-mm, you, you upset my nerves too bad because I'm like you know like my dad told me one time <laughs> I don't even think I was 18 yet he was like why are you so hell-bent on being independent <laughs> and I'm like why is that a bad thing right I want to get out your house because he did the, the whole conversation was he was just trying to figure out why did I 
like why was the goal to be like to move out and i was like well i thought that was the goal for me to leave the nest (laughs) but you know i just think my dad he just wasn't ready so he was just like why are you so hell-bent you you can stay here as long as you right yeah i would you know i wish i took advantage of that a little longer but it's just like some people i feel they just get caught up on maybe being lazy or not having the drive or people around them to help motivate them to say, you can do it. You know, like, look at me, I've done it where they still have people around them that are like them. Who's not doing anything and waiting for a handout. And then they have an attitude when you don't give them the handout or it doesn't come the way they want it. But I'm like, you, you're not doing anything for I'm handing this to you. So you should just be like grateful and not have an issue with it. So that has annoyed me because I don't get it. I, I don't get it for someone who's willing to work. And I'm I'm a hard worker, so I just don't, I don't get when people just like, okay, I want the most, but I want to do absolutely nothing. Not even the least. I just don't want to do nothing. <laughs> and I still want to check. <laughs> and I still want that check, though. We call that... Uh... Nigel. <laughs> <laughs> no, that same example fits the role of somebody in section eight that yeah just doesn't care to work i want i want to check but i don't want to work i i hate i hate that i feel this way but what i'm about to say i totally understand but i hate that i feel this way caucasians that look at black people and say y'all are lazy and you you don't want anything you just want us to give it to you i see where they get that from but isn't aren't caucasians the bigger percentage i'm not even talking about i'm just talking about how they see us i can see why for some of us who are Nigers like this, I can see why they say that about us, why they loop all us together, even though you shouldn't, because the majority, the majority of us are greater than all of you. But for <laughs> the ones who are like that, it's easy for them to be like, all of y'all like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Especially when you see it, if you see it on multiple occasions, then you automatically can be like, see, and that's why y'all lazy. Thank <laughs> Yeah, I can see that. But that's why we got to work 10 times as hard. Because of those lazy people. Thank you. One monkey. <laughs> yeah. Equals a million, apparently. <sighs> well, it spoiled a bunch. That's that's damn true. Yeah. So, um, those are my two annoyances. Mm-hmm. I probably can find another one, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, you know how I know that the second one is an annoyance because the other night I came out and she just was talking to me like I did something and I was so confused. <laughs> I'd be I snapping. Like, I was like, yo, I wasn't doing anything. I'm chilling. But Sorry. then she explained it the next day. And I was like, <laughs> oh, okay. Not I needed at the 24 hours. Not at the moment. So I'm thinking it's my fault. I'm just going to go to bed. Now. I'm just, she, I literally was like, all right, I'm going to sleep. I'll just figure it out later. She came in and just had a little attitude. I was like, man, where's my mask at? I'm going to bed. And I and I knew I had an attitude for the wrong reason. I was And I was trying to get the monkey off my back before I got in the house, but clearly that didn't happen. Clearly. Clearly I, I didn't react to that and I just went to bed. I know. I was trying not to snap on Peyton, but I was just like... Like you came in like... <laughs> like a whirlwind. Right. It's a I whirlwind. Like, yeah. So I came out asking a question a little more aggressive, as you could tell. Like, why didn't you tell me that we were supposed to... Uh, <laughs> I tried know? to simmer it down. I was just like, I don't know. Uh-huh. I appreciate that. I, wa- I wanted to be like... <laughs> all right well do you have any gratitudes i don't got nothing no I'm <laughs> um I, I mean 
I'm grateful to still have the life that I have. Um, especially waking up in the morning, <laughs> but no, um, this week, I think it's more like family, not our immediate family, but like having Pete here and the relationship that like them two is building. Like when I see my niece and my son and, Pete, and I'm saying Pete and Kendall, I keep calling them the same name. Jesus. I'd be talking to Pete and I'd be like, Kendall, nope, that's not your name. <laughs> that is not your name. But I always think about when they get older, like the conversations they're going to have from these times. Right. Cause I'm, I'm glad, <clears throat> excuse me. I'm glad that they can spend this time together to have their like, I remember that summer when I came and you were just, <laughs> you know, <laughs> so um, I'm glad. And I wish that we can do it more, especially with the family in New York. I don't want them to get older and then have to get to know each other Right. when they're like, you know, cousin, cousin, not like, Oh, you're my 17th cousin. <laughs> Right. <laughs> um, but and I want them, especially with them all being around the same age. They're all very close. All very close. So, or at least, even if they don't get to see each other, but maybe once a year, they know I around this time I always go to New York to see my cousin. Yeah, and that's how it was for me. Yeah, because we were one of the only families to move out of New York. Mm-hmm. So when we would go back, that's all the times we always look forward to is the summertime. Yeah, because you knew we was going at some point we was going to New York. Normally in the summertime, I was in New York for my birthday. Mm-hmm. So. All of my cousins were there celebrating my birthday with me. See. So I, those are the things I remember. Yeah. And I just, I look at them like interacting with each other and I'm, I'm happy. Like, I don't, I mean, I just happy that like Matisse, well, him being the youngest one, like he remembers, you know what I'm saying? Like he remembers who is who, you know, who they are to me, you know what I'm saying? And so I just appreciate those things. Um, Cause like a lot of people, they have cousins and be like, but I've never met them. <laughs> so. I met him when I was 25 years old. <laughs> so I just look at them and I just, you know, I'm just happy to just see them like that. Yeah. You? I oh, actually, baby. You know. Oh. <laughs> I actually have a similar gratitude. Okay. Um, I was going to say children. Oh. Uh, because this weekend as you go have fun. I'm pregnant. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Fuck up the whole episode. <laughs> With that, why? <laughs> Go ahead. Um, I'm, I have five kids in here with me by myself. Yay. But for me, those are fun times. Like, I like to see how they react or interact with each other because they are hilarious. Like, mm-hmm. Kids are funny. And just watching them interact with each other is enjoyable. And then people be like, oh, you're wilding five kids for a whole weekend, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, mm-hmm. all right. Yeah, it's not that bad, though. It's not. Sunday gets here quick. Four of them can make, I mean, they can uh, They're self-sufficient. each other, right? Yeah. And they're all self-sufficient. There's only one little asshole. <laughs> he is a wildling, not an asshole. That I have to make sure that he's good. Because <laughs> if not, he will destroy everybody's... Uh, Everything. Yeah, that's just it all. And he's partially self-sufficient. And when I say partially, I mean, like, he knows where the fruit snacks are. And he knows where the potty is. And he knows where daddy's Twizzlers are. Right, that's it. He loves those Twizzlers that he leaves open <laughs> and in reach. I forget that he's taller now. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Until he grabs something of yours. <laughs> then you put it on the ceiling. Right. He's not there yet. Put it on the ceiling. So, yeah. That was it? Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, kids. I mean, that's... It's cool, and all of, obviously all of these aren't my kids, but are they not? I treat them the same. <laughs> now you can know what it feels like to have a whole bunch of kids. 
Right. That would have been for that would have been your life though. If you didn't get straight, you would have had four girls and one boy probably. <laughs> right. It would have been too late. <laughs> what is I cannot that? imagine having five kids and the last one be a boy. <laughs> this happens I'm for like, a lot of people. You show up now. <laughs> now you want to show up. You could have been the second one. <laughs> and God looking at me like, uh-huh. Yeah. And you. and he's like, You couldn't get right. <laughs> right. You just you couldn't don't get live right. right by me. Girl. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> All right. Well, that is our episode. People be safe. Check your back seats. Check them back seats. Even if you don't have kids, check them. Because there right. might be somebody back there. Because it could be a killer back there. Shoot. I check for that reason, too. Also true. I mean, I actually feel back there. Because <laughs> they be saying, I like, don't people. <laughs> well, let me make sure. Let me make sure. Because they be like, people lay down in the back. Yeah. I put my hand right back there. <laughs> if I feel any blockage, jumping out of the car, Jesus. Um, Okay? Do not volunteer your scriptures and the Lord in vain.